Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. No, she can't hear you or see you and... You might yeah, sit. The mics are on. The mics are on. Oh, know, the mics the are program on. Started. Oh, sorry. This I'm promises to be a very interesting program if this continues. I can't hear myself in my mic. Are you sure you have it on? Did you turn it off because it was me? No, I didn't. I turned it on because it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, well, Mark Lawrence is obviously not across from me today. It's Peg Chamberlain Rube who is uh, filling in. Peg is a former Snyder County Commissioner, formerly uh, news director at WKOK Radio. Proud of that. Right, along with her hubby who. Who is now uh, retired as well. Yes, he is. Yes, so he is. we're delighted to have you here today. Uh, she's also a flaming liberal. I am not a flaming liberal. Where do you all get this? Well, key your start hair's on fire. Why? My hair's on fire. Yeah, my hair's on fire. You're on funny. the on the. Mark I got my hair cut, Joe. Get over that. I don't have any hair, so <laughs> I mentioned that when I, I came you in. Did. Thank you and my grandsons. They never let me forget it. Yeah, it's like matches a poem I wrote about your hair was your head was so shiny like a bear baby's behiny. I wrote a poem about that. It was the night about before. About my Christmas. head? Yeah, it was about your head. It was well, the night I'm before. I'm sorry Christmas. I missed that. Oh, I have it written at home. I have to bring it in and share it with you all. And when did sometime. you actually share this with anybody? Oh, my gosh. Tw- that would be 25 years ago, Joe. At a Christmas party at here. At a Christmas party okay. here. Right. WK, okay. Sorry, I missed yeah. that. I don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. It's an open phones day. Our toll-free line is open. Call us now at one 800 795 or email us at onthemarketwkok.com. On the Mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. They want you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. And at Sunbury Motors, they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Find them on the web again at www.sunburymotors.com. They sell Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks, and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. Well, now, as a Democrat, I'm sure you are well aware of the fact that President Biden is having his issues. And one of our emailers said, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, if you find Biden and his hair-sniffing creepy, in 2005, as one example, Donald Trump defended his uh, walking through his beauty pageants, teen girls, many of them dressed un- or half-dressed as okay. He said, these are my pageants. I can inspect them any time for any reason. Uh, finding both these old guys creepy, I know you'll find this less than true. 
The young teen girls in the beauty contest came forth and told the stories of Donald Trump coming into their dressing rooms. I'm sure many felt violated by his presence. And, of course, he's just as creepy as Biden as far as Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. <laughs> he said he'd date his daughter. She was so hot. I mean, really? Who says that? Well, somebody who's maybe Who says a little that? odd. <laughs> yeah, a, a, not a little, a lot. But okay, yeah. But I wanted, right. to read, I wanted to read that email, but I really wanted to talk to you about something else because I know through your long career in politics, you also were an aide to uh, Senator Frank Curry during yes. the early part of your career before you joined us here at Sunbury Broadcasting. Yes. You know, and I know you've watched the media and you've, you've worked in news and you know all of that. So what do you think of Elon Musk taking, and now I, you're a liberal, taking over uh, Twitter and the fact that he is now apparently uh, getting into a lot of hot water from the liberal media who obviously don't want to hear free speech. They're saying that this is going to be terrible, that it's going to allow hate speech to proliferate on Twitter. I wish there was a rule about... I, I, it, I mean, didn't the radio station have a, a rule about truth in advertising? Didn't Wasn't there a rule about truth in advertising well, there that is, people can't buy ads that say a particular type of vehicle will float on water? And it doesn't. Well, you have an obligation. If someone makes an absurd claim like that, you have an obligation to determine whether or not there's what they're saying is true. Boom! There's the answer right there. You have an obligation to find out if it's true or not. And but, when they go on the air, but I don't think Elon Musk is, I think he's a little wacko too. He like is right up there with these people that we're discussing that are a little bit off. He might have the, anybody that has more money than God has to be a little bit off. Think about that, Joe. He can have anything, anytime, anywhere. He can go to the moon. I wonder if he can journey to the center of the earth. He <laughs> thinks he's Jules Verne. And, and now with Twitter, I personally don't put much you know, it used to be a joke. Oh, yeah, I know it to be true. I read it on the Internet. Right. <laughs> There's my joke. All right, but let's take a look at this for, from the, the standpoint. He said that he's finding he's going to release uh, apparently some of the information about how they decided to censor conservatives. And, and there's no question in my mind that Twitter did and still does until recently uh, censor conservative thought and opinion. Should, under the guise of calling it hate speech, I, is, yeah. it, is it hate speech to say something, for example, like, I think Barack Obama was a terrible president? Is that hate speech or just a political comment. No, that's a political comment. At what but point it, do, do I say something about him where it becomes hate speech? Well, it, it goes to, it, it, it reaches a point of unbelievability, and, that, and, and the unfortunate part is there are people out there who believe it. They believe these things that are not not true, um, you know. But it, who's it, this thing we... about creepy Biden and creepy Donald Trump, right? These these right. creepy things, you know. There were years there that the the Republicans all they wanted to do was say that the Democrats are child molesters. I'm a Democrat. I got two beautiful grandsons. Wouldn't think of anything to hurt them. And if anybody did, they'd come to deal with this mama bear. But that's my point. It's a it it's. <laughs> It's hard to explain for me this early in the morning, but hate hate speech is something that does harm harm to a person and their family. I, I think hate speech does harm, and I don't think there's any need truth to do a, harm. Is truth a defense? For example, if I say something that you consider hateful, but it happens to be true, 
Should it be censored? Well, I don't know. It's, it's, like it's got to be on a case-by-case thing. Well, that's what I think. But I don't think you can automatically develop some algorithm that decides whether or not someone's telling the truth or whether or not they should be censored for what they're saying. Well, it's like the CIA and the FBI. They actually monitor things that are... You remember some kid over here in Snyder County said something about the president, and all of a sudden, they're, whoop, they swooped down on top of him to see if he was a real threat. Uh, there are algorithms out there that are studied by the CIA, the FBI, and all of the other NSI people that we don't know about. You know that. Uh, but uh, I don't think Twitter's up to that. I, I think what Elon Musk did is he came in, told everybody everything was going to be okay, and then fired half the staff. Then he fired the people that made the decisions. Then he made, then he hired some of them back. And any good company that reorganizes should, in fact, let all the staff go and then rehire back the people they want. It's just clean. It's well, just a clean sense. thing. But lo- looking at it from the standpoint of, of the media getting so upset about this, they're saying that this is opening the floodgates to hate speech. And be- just because they're not, he's not going to, to do, uh, he's going to give amnesty to people who have been thrown off Twitter. He's going to let them back on unless, and he has specific criteria, unless they've said something that's uh, demonstrably false or a lie or they've deliberately tried to harm somebody. I right. mean, he's got some provisions there that before he'll let people back, but it seems to me he's making sense from the standpoint of let's let free speech, if this is the town square, let it be the town let square. Let it be the town square. I have no problem with them letting it go, but I'm, I really, truly believe that it needs to be monitored. I truly believe it needs to be monitored all, right, we'll all pursue, the time. We'll pursue that. We have two callers. Stan, you're up first. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It's a shame how everybody's hating on a true African-American, Elon Musk. What? You know, he's a true African-American. He came from South America. He is a true South American. Okay. South America. You said African American. No, I'm sorry. African American. I'm sorry. He came from South Africa. He's an African American. But everybody seems to hate on him. It's a real shame. I hate hate him. I hate to see African Americans picked on like that. Stop it. You're just being (laughs) facetious now. And quite frankly, I I, I think he deserves to be picked on. Like I said, he's got all that money. That's a lot of power. He doesn't have to be president of the United States or president of Africa. He doesn't have to be anything. He doesn't have to be pope. He's got enough money he could... Is that his problem? He's got money? You find, I think you money is the root of a money? lot of evil. Do money you? can be the root of a lot of evil. My grandma told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't have anything to say. Why don't you empty your bank accounts and give them to me? I'll take all that evil away from you. You no, won't be a tempter. No, I need a little bit of evil to pay for Christmas, you know. <laughs> now, that's sacrilegious. Uh, sounds sacrilegious to me a little bit there, but... Well, but, but you know, Stan, he's got... He, he's. She's got a point in that, you know, at what point does, does money buy you whatever it is you want? Uh, can you have 40, what did he pay, $45 billion for that or something Oh, you know, like when that? he backed out of the deal months, like or a year before, billion. and then the courts came through and said, nah, uh you had a fair deal, you were going to buy it, because he, over, right. he overpriced, he paid more than it was worth in the end. That's because he was lied to by the company about what they were actually had for people that were on the platform, how many bots and all that stuff. Oh, really? He was lied to by them, so that's why he was one trying to back out of the deal. But he went through. He had to do it in the investors. It wasn't all his money. He has investors. So, but whatever. You he know, at investors. least he's trying to do I, something for, you know, to prevent the, the stifling of free speech, well, unlike some of these other platforms. Well, who's he to say what's free speech, though? Because, like, I mean, ah, that's, it's a, it, that, that is the question. You know, that's an Internet application, and it could be based in 
Africa, for all we know. So why do we impose our free speech okay. on... Well, let's take analyze that for a minute. Free speech. You know, are we going to put limits on that? Yes, there are limits. You can't yell the classic. You can't let yell fire in a crowded theater. Sure. So there have to be some limits to what free speech is. But let's say uh, yelling fire in a crowded theater when there's no fire, that's not just – that's an exercise in, that definitely is going to harm somebody. That's that, malicious. That's right, a malicious, that's malicious thing. Yes. But if I yell fire in a crowded theater and there is fire in that theater, I become a hero because I've saved people's lives, right? Maybe, unless they stampede toward the door. I was told you shouldn't even do that if there is really a fire in the theater. Did you know that? No, I didn't. No, you're supposed to pass it down. Tell your neighbor, fire in the theater. The exit's there. You're really supposed to do that. I did not know that. Well, I'm, I'm sure somebody that. would panic and start yelling and stand fire, up and fire, yell, fire, 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 fire. You know, I'm... But I, I, my concern is hate speech. What is what is the definition of hate speech? Do you have a definition, Stan? Can you give me an example of someone you thought was hatefully speaking? Off the top of my head, No. I mean, because everybody's definition would be different, correct? Right. Yes. I, that's my point. Yes. Everybody's yes, definition would be different. So he's going to have a panel, I mean, uh, right? I, you... I find racist comments abhorrent, you know, right. and people shouldn't be doing it. That's right. But I can't stop them from doing it. I can ostracize them, correct, out of my life or whatever. Yeah. I can ignore them, that's but I can't stop them. Right. Well, take for example, and you get you get smeared because you deal with somebody who's like that. Now, President Trump is being smeared or he's being criticized because he had uh, a white supremacist at a dinner. Apparently, he didn't invite him. Uh, Yee or Kanye, who was Kanye, they invited him. Why do we but care then, what the hell he thinks? Anyway? But then, but, yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is, Sorry. then you look at Raphael Warnock, who was a pastor of a, assistant pastor at a church that invited a, a virulent anti-Semite in. To speak on at least six different occasions. Does that mean that Raphael Warnock is anti-Semitic just because he was present when somebody was speaking like that? He knew Kanye was... Kanye was like that. That was not a surprise. Well, to he him, was trying to help him. He says he's was a, he's right. a troubled man. And him and Herschel Walker. Yeah, right. He's going to help them. Think, think so about that. Their popularity. We're going to excuse Warnock, but not Trump. Is that what we're saying here? Because. Uh. Guilt by association seems to be the method that we're going to use. And if Warnock is allowing a, a racist anti-Semite pastor into his church to speak, that's guilt by association. Is that how we're going to go with this now? I don't think so. But then, I don't well, think that so. seems to be the way it is. Well, I don't think so. I mean, if Donald Trump really didn't know this guy was coming, should he be tarred for that? I don't want to tar him for anything. Should I don't want to talk him about him anymore. I don't even like to talk about him. You know, quite frankly, all he does is spark more negative speech. Everybody who doesn't like him says, oh, that was bad. He should have never done that. And the people who do like him say, oh, we got to do something about him. He never really sparks anything good. Or he was right. He should have invited him. He should have had him there. You know, you've not heard anybody say that. No, I haven't. Not one person said, oh, that's okay. We'll forgive that. But, you know, but we also we also don't know what was discussed. Sure. You know, I'm just throwing it out there because nobody does. Right. You know, they're, they're saying what it is. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he should have done it. You know, he shouldn't have probably uh, allowed Kanye to come have dinner with him. No. I think Kanye asked him to come, asked him to, if he could meet with him or whatever and have dinner with him, I think. 
No, I won't say that 100%. Well, that, that, that's the story. That's the yeah. story in the media. That's, that's we what's don't, going we, you around. Know, we don't all know the exact circumstances of it, and I don't think it violates anybody's free speech. I think it was a bad choice for a dinner guest, you know? Well, that, that, and that's, that's very well put. It's probably a bad choice. Yeah. But there's a lot of bad choices made. Now, speaking of gaslighting us, <laughs> everybody... Well, let's talk about Mr. Biden and his assault weapons ban for a second. Oh. Okay, over the oh. over the years, Mr. Biden has said he was defeated the NRA and he banned assault weapons once. But let me tell you something about it. First of all, assault weapons are highly regulated firearm. They are a class three weapon. They can only be purchased after a thorough background check of maybe up to six months to a year, depending on how the really? paperwork goes. Two hundred dollar tax stamp and they're expensive. Okay? In every state. Now, the in every state. That he says he wants to in every uh, state, get rid Stan, of. Stan, in every state, is that the rule? I don't know the rule. Is that the what, rule? What rule? You know, some states won't allow class three weapons in their states. There are certain states that won't allow it. All right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Federal law. That's federal law. We're talking federal law because okay. that's what Biden controls. All right. Okay? But what he did do back in 2004... Whenever, whenever the first one went in, I forget exactly. Was I think it was no, it was 1998 or 1994. That's right. That's when the first one went through. That he says that he banned assault weapons. No, he didn't. All he did was ban cosmetic features on the modern sporting rifles: the bayonet lug, flash hider, the pistol grip, that stuff. That's what okay. was banned. Okay. The gun, the basic gun itself was exactly the same. Stan, we'll give you the last 30 seconds because we've got another caller and we have a commercial break to take. So what they're doing right now with assault weapons, so-called assault weapons, the modern sporting rifle, is gaslighting us. First of all, the Senate isn't going to pass because the Republicans won't allow it, which they shouldn't because it does nothing. What they need to do is go after the criminals because there are laws right now on the books that says you can't go into any place and shoot it up with any type of weapon. Fair Plain enough. and simple. Right. right. Okay. So have a great day. Thanks, Enjoy Sam. yourselves. Appreciate, nice talking to you. Appreciate your call. Uh, Van, stand by. we got to take a quick break to stay on schedule, but we'll be back with more of On the Mark. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. mm, out of auto repair. You have a busy family and need new carpeting. Garvey's Flooring America is here to help. With a busy family, accidents and spills happen. Garvey's has pet-friendly, kid-friendly carpet that is durable, soft, and comes with a 20-year wear warranty. Don't have time to shop for carpeting? Garvey's is very convenient with their home consultation. You also need carpeting fast. Garvey's carpet is in stock and ready to install within three to five days. Plus, Garvey's will make it affordable for you too with free installation. Stop by Garvey's Flooring America on Route 11 in Northumberland and Bloomsburg or visit garveyscarpet.com. 
Buying a home? Rocket Mortgage will cover 1% of your rate for the first year at no cost to you with Inflation Buster. That's more road trips, more front row seats. Plus, if rates drop within three years of your home purchase, you'll get exclusive savings when you refinance with Rate Drop Advantage. Save when you buy today and refinance tomorrow. Call 8337-ROCKET today or visit inflationbuster.com to start saving. For fees covered rate like date requirements and other terms and conditions, visit inflationbuster.com. Call 1-8337-ROCKET. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. <clears throat> and if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. We're all about a luxe kind of holiday. That's why at Ulta Beauty, we have all the scents of the season. Like fabulous fragrances from YSL, Valentino, and Ariana Grande. Plus so much more. And to make things a little sweeter, with a fragrance purchase of $65 or more, you'll get a free plush robe or throw. A $60 value. Our treat. Because our kind of holiday is you having your kind of holiday. So don't wait. Visit your local Ulta Beauty or buy online and pick up in store. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. It's time to play some ball. Goes to the far wing, hands it off down the lane. Elliott slam dunk, Penn State 67. This season, the Nittany Lions have their sights set on Big Ten postseason play. Cut off of the pass. Now to his left, through an opening. Now cut off for three in the lead. It's good. Basket counts and a foul. Catch every single second of the action right here on the Penn State Sports Network from Learfield. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Glenn Mack now with the Eagles, Neil Kulong on the Steelers. Today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Peg Chamberlain Root. Mark Lawrence taking the day off. He's out in the woods hunting, and I'm sure he will have no luck, as he usually does. I have hope no he does. Luck. Go, Good morning, Mark. Van. Go. Thank you for holding on, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, yesterday I called in and, and brought up about how the left loves to label people as haters or racist and so on just to basically invalidate their position so there's no debate that takes place. And another thing I see the left does is when someone says something that to them they disagree with, they label it a conspiracy theory, and that way they invalidate their argument that they're presenting. So the left, they don't want to have debate. They don't want to have free speech. They don't want to have someone with the ability to go ahead and express their opinion on a public forum they want it restricted. They want it censored. And that's exactly what I'm getting from the lady that's on your program this morning. She wants Elon Musk and Twitter to be monitored so there's no freedom of speech. And that this country was founded on freedom of speech, freedom of religion. But, Dan, so, what, 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 what kind of um, provisions would you make to block, let's say, deliberately misleading information or hate speech? And, and how would you define well, those two? Here, here we go. Hate speech. Yes, that's the position of the left, hate speech. They don't want certain things said. Now, yes, there's some things that are hateful, but why, if, if it's that extreme, people are going to reject that right away anyway. So I have no problem with people being able to say whatever they want. Oh, my. No, no limits. Well, what, what, limit, what limit would you uh, would you put there? Well, I mean, how can you... I mean, I understand, like you guys brought about the don't you know shout fire in a theater, but 
should we not have the right to be able and you know you can you can argue extreme you know way extreme whatever but let's let's just go back a little bit and let's go at it this way when someone's labeled as a conspiracy theorist when someone like like me when i brought up the other day about watching this video died suddenly there are those that would claim well that's a conspiracy theory when i would say 9-11 there was something that went on there that we don't understand completely and when it first happened I was the people I listened to way back then. They warned us the government wanted to put into law something where they can take away our freedoms. And right away, people labeled everyone that took that position as a conspiracy theorist and disavowed whatever they they brought forward. But here's the thing: what happened to World Trade Center Seven? Explain that to me. Well, I'm not. Uh, I know that the building fell on its own, right? Or apparently fell later. Well, Oh, well, okay, the World Trade Center 7 was not one of the Twin Towers. Right. World Trade Center 7, I believe, was either 42 or 48 stories. It was over 40 stories tall, and that building fell. And you can still watch a video on YouTube. It's there yet where the BBC reported that World Trade Center number 7 had fallen. And over the shoulder of this lady that was reporting this was standing World Trade Center 7. It had not fallen yet but they were reporting that it had fallen. And the BBC did not know the buildings in New York City, and they reported it. Now, how did they know to report that before it happened? But that's not hate speech. No, that's and this is an it. opinion. Well, not, that's an opinion, maybe. You know, maybe I'm she was wrong. We people, don't know whether she was wrong. We don't know whether she uh, reported it inadvertently, or maybe she didn't know what building it was. She or, was referring to something else and mislabeled it. We don't know that. Or it was a background photo. You know, we do that all the time. Here's a picture of so-and-so, you know. Senator Gordon was in the, online this morning, a picture of him addressing a group. But he was giving, delivering news and not in that particular environment. It was just a photo, a file photo. We do that all the time in news. You put a file photo behind it. This Sometimes you see live, people. This was a live BBC report. Okay. But they put a file photo behind it. But they if you want to say that, behind them all the time. Now, if you want to say that, if you want to come on and say that, I don't want to edit you. I mean, you certainly have the right to believe that and to say it. But that isn't really hate speech. That's your opinion of facts that you've seen. Here, and, let's just stop a second. Let, let me talk, and then you guys can get on the okay. program. Here, here's the thing. You right away. You just wipe that away. That's not true. It can't be true because you are so ingrained with what you want to believe, and it goes against what you believe, so you reject it right away. So you don't want to have debate. You don't even want to look into it. Just like died suddenly with these clots that are forming in people, you right away reject it, and then you want that censored. YouTube will not allow such things on their website. Anything that goes against the vaccine, anyone that dares say that the vaccine is causing myocarditis in young people, it's causing heart attacks, it's causing all kinds of cancer, miscarriages, heart attacks and fetuses, and so on, that's all wiped away because this country no longer wants to have freedom of speech, just like the lady that's on the program with you today. She's against that. She wants things shut down. And then she wants to be able to have someone pick and choose what can be said and what can't. Let wow. Me ask, let me, ask, let me wow. ask you a question, Van. Did we stop you from talking about either of those things? Did we say that's off no, limits, or did we no, cut but, you off? No but, see, no, but see what you did. You right away, when I bring something up, like the World Trade Center 7, you right away, you you wipe it away and say, oh, that can't be. So no. do, am I required to agree with you with everything you say because you say it? 
I'm not allowed to have my own opinions. I'm not allowed to say, no, I don't think you're right, Van. But I'm letting you say it. You can say it, but unless you check into it, then you have no no valid point unless you check into it and research it. How do you know I didn't research? How do you know I didn't research it? Because I didn't come to the same conclusion you did? Is that how you know I didn't research it? Because it was a live broadcast. You didn't even look into it. You're just making a comment. Died suddenly. Would you believe about those blood clots? I doubt whether you watched that yet. I doubt whether you know much about the Great Reset because you want to totally ignore that. But the thing of it is, our free speech as Americans has been taken away from us through through corporations. And we're seeing it continue, and it's going to continue. And we're going to have, right now, and here, argue with this one, if you will, the Patriot Act that was passed after 9-11 there are people that were arrested because of January 6th. They're still in jail. They have not come before a judge. They're still locked up. And people say, how is that? Well, it's because of the Patriot Act that passed because they want to they identify people as domestic terrorists. People that stand at the school board don't identify as domestic terrorists. They can lock them up. Okay, thank you, Van. We're out of time on this segment. Appreciate your comments. We didn't edit you. We didn't tell you you couldn't say it. Yep. We just may disagree with you. That's all. So that's still free speech and the way it works in this country. We're going to take a break for On the Mark with the, for the news, and we'll be back on WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Deborah Rodriguez in New York. President Biden has asked Congress to save the day and pass a resolution to prevent a crippling railroad strike nationwide. Tony Cardwell is president of one of the workers' unions that rejected a Biden administration-brokered contract deal. The carriers fully understood the whole time that likely some form of imposition would happen. Agreement would be imposed on us, and so they didn't bargain in good faith to the sense that they were fearing a strike. And it's unfortunate that government bureaucrats are giving them cover. One of the union's objections, no paid sick leave. It's safe to drink the tap water again in Houston. People who live there have just gotten the go-ahead to cook with it and bathe in it, too. CBS's Jim Crisula. Some two million people in Houston, Texas, the nation's fourth biggest city, had been under a boil water order since Sunday. That's when a power outage at a water purification facility caused pressure to drop. Dozens of schools and businesses were forced to close. A new law may allow as many as a million people, mostly Marines and their families, to sue the government over contaminated water at Camp Lejeune. Correspondent Catherine Herridge spoke with a vet named Bruno Teixeira, who already has. Why are you suing the government? For damages. I mean, what they caused. We were innocent. We didn't know anything about this. So what do you say to critics who say this is a money grab? Well, let them be exposed to toxic water for about three months and then let them get back to me. There's stormy weather headed for the south today. The forecast calls for the possibility of tornadoes near Memphis. Josh Harper is deputy director of emergency services for DeSoto County, Mississippi. We're testing all of our alert emergency notification systems. We're checking all the boxes and preparing for worst case scenario and hoping for the best. A storm system could bring snow to Denver and Minneapolis. Russia continues to cut off power and heat to millions of Ukrainians with missile and drone strikes. Correspondent Cammy McCormick is traveling with the secretary of State in Romania. The focus here for Secretary Blinken is on Russia's continuing bombardment of Ukraine. Russia has turned parts of the Black Sea into a war zone. 
We've seen missiles from warships coming into Ukrainian cities and towns. The U.S. and its NATO allies are unveiling new support for Ukraine to help it restore power and heat and accusing Vladimir Putin of using winter as a weapon of war. Cami McCormick, CBS News, Bucharest, Romania. So much for Nestle's peanut allergy treatment. The Wall Street Journal says the company may put Palforcia up for sale. The drug gradually exposes patients to higher doses of peanut powder. But Nestle reports sales were just meh. S&P futures up one. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Okay, smile naturally. Perfect. Cam's photography knows wedding season ramps up in a flash. They need to say I do to a studio assistant before clients go full bridezilla. I'm so sorry. I have to get a different lens. I'll be right back. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Saltaholic? Listen to this. You probably already knew that too much salt raises your risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. Now a new study suggests cutting back could lower your risk of heart problems by a fifth. Researchers from Tulane University found people who never or rarely put salt on meals had a 23% lower risk of cardiovascular disease than those who always did. The risk was also lower for people who usually or only sometimes cut back that salt intake. Vicki Barker, CBS News. Now to a guy who liked Snickers but couldn't pay for them. When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at the 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, returned to a 7-Eleven in Oahu where he grew up and bought up all of them the store had in stock. He left them there for all the kids like him. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss.
News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you. Welcome back on board the program. With me this morning is Peggy Chamberlain Roop. Mark Lawrence is out in the woods hunting deer. So uh, he'll spend the day freezing and in utter frustration because the deer just laugh at him and walk away, as he said the other day. Trust on, <laughs> on the Mark is sponsored. Well, if I was nice to him while he was out hunting, he would. I know he has his little transistor radio there and it's plugged into his ear. Okay, Mark, to your left. To your left. <laughs> I see horns. There they are. Go for it. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. And our toll free line is open. It's an open phone stay 1 800 795 or email. Mail us at onthemarketwkok.com. And let's talk about the Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. Or better yet, drop by the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. If you need any service on your vehicle, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, by golly, they'll take care of you. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m till 2 p.m. And remember, they sell Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and a master towing service with decades of experience. Taking a look at the news headlines this morning, State Senator John Gordner is resigning as our state senator. Aww. Yep, that's a shame. He says he's stepping down from his position this Wednesday, the day he will have served the Valley for 30 years. Senator Gordner announced Monday he's stepping down after being presented with a unique opportunity. That opportunity was announced by Pennsylvania Senate Interim President Pro Tem Kim Ward of Westmoreland County, who also said Monday Gordner is joining her office as counsel. Gordner says after being re-elected in 2020, his plan was to serve until the end of his term in 2024 and retire. But after much family discussion and consideration, Gordner says he decided to accept the counsel position instead. And that brings up the question of who will succeed him. Following State Senate Senator John Gordner's resignation announcement Monday, one of the Valley's current state representatives, says she's considering a run for the open seat. State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver, Republican of the 108th District, tells WKOK she's, quote, interested, unquote, in running, saying, quote, I'd be crazy not to be, unquote. But Culver says she needs to talk with her family first before making any decisions. For now, Culver says this time should be about Senator Gordner and what he's done for the area. And WHTM is reporting Pennsylvania House Republicans have created their own version of the Freedom Caucus, promising to stand on freedom and liberties. The group was introduced on Monday in Harrisburg with U.S. Congressman and the chair of the Congressional Freedom Caucus, Scott Perry, on hand. What you're seeing behind me, he said, is an inspired group of leaders. People don't vote for Republicans to come to the state capitol and work out deals in back rooms with leftist Democrats. Really? When I voted for the Republicans, I was hoping they'd go to Harrisburg and try and get some stuff done for the good of the state. Well, I don't like being called a leftist all the time. I don't like being called a liberal. I'm a Democrat. I'm a regular person. Most of the people in the now Valley... Now you're a liberal, liberal lefty. Liberal lefty. <laughs> you know, and I, but I, I write with my right hand, Joe. Well, you know, I'm, I'm left-handed, believe it or not. <laughs> well, that's good. You're using both sides of your brain. I only need one to make it function. <laughs> okay, Bob from Paxinus, you're on the mark this morning. Hey, good morning. Morning. Hey, uh... Joe, as uh, mayor of uh, Schmokin Dam, 
if a gay couple came up to you and asked you to marry them, would you? We've had that question asked me before, and I'll tell you the, the answer. First of all, I've never been asked, but the the job of mayor is a civic job, not a religious job. And under the state law, it is permissible to marry gay couples or couples, same-sex couples. I don't know whether they're gay or not, but let's just say same-sex couples. So I would have, and I would have to go through the same criteria that you go through with anyone else. There are specific things that a mayor is required to do in determining whether or not to perform a wedding ceremony. I would do what I need to do and then make a decision based on what I found afterwards. So is that a yes or a no? That's conditionally. I it would I would have to be satisfied that all the conditions... So, no, you can make up your mind right away if someone asks you to marry them. No, you can't. There are things a mayor is required to do. Yes, I agree okay, with that. Okay, well, when we talk about hate speech, and I know, Joe, you put down gay people all the time. I do not put down gay people all the time. Uh, I have never put down a gay person. Give me a comment that I've said that puts down gay people. I even find that. Give me one comment that you've ever heard on this show. I I'll let you know. Well, yeah, I'm sure you will. I'll I'll let you know. You won't find any. Let me tell you, you won't find any. Okay, and when it comes to hate speech, every time Stan calls and talks about LGBTQ people or anybody outside of his box, he calls them vegetable soup. No. no, he That's calls. What no, they used to call people with disabilities he back doesn't. in the old days. He no, refers no, no, no. to he refers to them as alphabet soup because of Whatever. all the letters. A G B. Same thing. Yeah. Well, well, vegetable soup and alphabet soup aren't necessarily the same thing. Don't no. they have vegetables and uh, alphabet soup? I don't yes, know. They do. I'm a I'm a Campbell's alphabet soup. Girl. And I'm glad you're there, Peggy. You're you're, you're a real stand-up Democrat with a backbone. Well, thank you. You I don't let nobody, nobody push you around, and <laughs> I'm proud of you. And I would want you to be on Kim Best's campaign. She's running for judge in Northumberland <laughs> County, if you're available. Wow. Well, that's not the kind of thing I would answer on the air, but thank you for asking. And it's nice you. to hear a woman. <laughs> it's nice to see a woman advance in, Snyder, er, in Northumberland County, although I must say that I'm very uh, proud of Paige Rosini, uh, who is, I believe, the it's a Republican. Judge. I don't care if she's a Republican or a yeah, Democrat, but it's a woman, and she, she serves well. Now they drew lots uh, between her and Judge Jones, and she won, so she will be the president judge. Yep. They both yep. started the I'm, same I'm time. proud of any woman that advances to that level. Louise Knight, of course, in uh, Union County, and Laurie. Oh, my gosh. Shilari, I know so well, and I can't remember her last name, in Snyder County, and she's doing a fine job. Uh, if, we're, the, if we're doing that, I'm proud of Stan Saylor for his years of service as judge in Northumberland oh. County. I'm proud of you, Jones, for his service. Well, I'm proud I'm of you for to see being men, a mayor. I'm glad to see men arrive, rising to such good positions. <laughs> <laughs> but women have never served in those capacities. They are now. I was the first woman to be a Snyder County commissioner. Right. Think about that. And still the only one, aren't you? Still the only one. Right. Yeah. Okay. See, they made that mistake once. They aren't going to make it again. I'm only kidding you, Peggy. <laughs> Stop it. All right, Bob, what else? Well, I just want to say when me and my husband went to get married and asked the mayor, I'm not going to say which one it was, he wouldn't do it because he had a business and he was worried that people would stop going through his business because of that. Shame on him, but oh, I'm so sorry that that you experienced that. And I hope that you and, and your partner have overcome that and and, and are living happily. Yeah, we had a wonderful pastor. Her name is Ann from Sunbury. I'm sure you know who no, she I is. I do know who it is, and I'm so glad you met with her because I'm sure she turned it positive for you. She, she reached out to us. Oh, this that's is, great. Uh, yeah. Almost eight years ago when they first legalized it, and you know, there's so many people against the legalization of 
I know. people get married that are the same sex, and which is wrong. I mean, everybody's entitled to their... Uh, opinion. You're a minority, just like I'm a minority. I'm a woman. Well, you most know? of the people who oppose it do do so on religious grounds, based on their faith. So, and you know, well, I'm religious too. I believe in God. And does your church does your church embrace you? But you've said anybody who disagrees with you can go to hell. I think you've said that on this program <laughs> a time or two. So we all have to agree with you that what you're doing is right, or we're haters, or we're terrible people. Is he that didn't right? Say that? Uh, no, but I, he's implied that before. He said that people who don't do disagree believe in gay marriage are haters. You have said that. You well, yeah, you should love Some everyone for who they are. Well, there you okay. go. But what I'm saying is, it's not. so you're saying it's not possible to disagree with you on this topic and not be a hater. That's, that's, that's a catch-22. Well, no, Joe. I'm just asking. Hey, it's a catch-22. Can, can you disagree? I mean, that's my that's the problem I've been trying to make during this program and our discussion. If you disagree with somebody today, you're automatically a hater. You can't just say, I disagree with you. I respect that you disagree with me. I'm, I I'm, agree. I agree you can uh, not uh, agree with me, but you don't have the right to tell me I can't do it. You're right. Okay, we're, we're in agreement. I agree there with you. Go. All right, now we're off... We're off the hater thing. I really. But there are people. There are people who think that it should not be because of their religious beliefs. Other people and find that completely acceptable. And there are those who are just haters. It's and the you same know thing with abortion. There are people who believe abortion is acceptable. People believe it's unacceptable. You know, there, there's always going to be these differences of opinions. The question is whether or not we treat the people who disagree with us with respect, and we respect their opinions as being not ours, but legitimately held based on the way they feel. I don't think there should be war either, but there is, and it always was, and yeah. always will be. Yeah, they're all, you're right. It will always be that way. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to change as, the norm. The, the last thing I want to say is when it comes to free speech, as long as you're not hurting someone, you're not making someone feel uncomfortable at work or in school, go ahead and say what you want to say. As long as you're not hurting me. Or, you, you know, well, how, am I gonna, how am I going to know that, Bob? How am I going to know that before I say it? Well, you should know it in your brain. Really? If I say something, if I say, uh, all right, let's say, for example, I say gay marriage is bad. Now, that hurts you. That offends you. But I don't know that that offends you if I don't know that you're gay or I don't know well, that you believe what you do. I want you to explain why it's bad. Hmm? Why is gay marriage bad? Well, you'd have to ask the person that if that's, that's what they what say. That's what you told me. That's what you just said. No, no, I'm using that, I was using that as a hypothetical situation. I didn't say I believe that. I said, okay, how would I know that that offended? How would I know that offended somebody? You're saying free speech is okay as long as you don't offend somebody. But until someone tells you that they're offended by what you said, how would they know that? You're saying I should know in my mind that what I'm about to say is offensive. That's that's catch twenty two, brother. That's catch twenty two. Well, anything you say negatively about anything that is legal. Okay, so now you're saying now you're saying that anything that you say negative is is offensive and you shouldn't say it. That's absolutely wrong. I think there's an intention that you have to consider. I I actually this fellow was like we were trying to get him to define what hate speech is, and I wrote and I I found this and I like it. And see legal dictionary. It's very brief. It says speech that is intended to intended being the key word here right. intended. To offend, insult, intimidate, or threaten an individual group based on trait or attribute like sexual orientation, religion, color, gender, or disability. It's intended. Not that you casually said it, but it's intended to hurt. So, in other words, if I said, 
uh, to you, Peggy, I think gay marriage is bad, or I said to Bob, Bob, gay marriage is bad. That's the difference, in effect. One is a oh statement, God, one, is, one is an accusation. Is that, is, that, is that the way you see that definition playing out? No, you said it. It's, no. your, it's your opinion. Right. But it's not hurting anyone by saying that. That okay. way. Exactly. Instead of saying, I, my, I can't say anything bad about you. I, I, I don't want to, you know, because that starts something. Then somebody takes this out of context and they take my little tiny phrase and they put it onto something else and it comes out saying, I hate gay people, which is not true. No, well, I don't. There is no valid reason to hate gay people. Right, right. For or, any, you know, gay people shouldn't anybody. be serving in, in, in government. Now, that's intentional. Don't you agree? Right. Well, I once had an announcer uh, who was uh, doing a program of mine, a top program very similar to this at a radio station I ran years ago, and he came on the air with a double, uh, kind of a double entendre. He said, today's question of the day is, should homo sapiens be allowed to teach in our schools? (laughs) (laughs) Ignorance. (laughs) Bliss. And, you know, people were calling in and saying, no, you shouldn't let them homos teach in our schools or things like that. But, you know, people don't always understand what it is that you're saying. And they t- everybody takes what you say a different way. That's my point, Bob. Now I think I offended ignorant people because if they're that <laughs> ignorant not to know what a homo sapien no. is. <laughs> hey, listen, good discussion, sir. Thank you so yes, much for calling. Thank you for the kind words. And you had a great Thanksgiving. Ha- Thank and, you, Bob. And have a happy holiday. Take Merry care. Christmas, Thank I dare say. Take care, Bob. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We have two more calls coming in, and we will get to them in just a moment. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. To prove that mobile from Pantella Data Business Voice brings the office everywhere you are, I'm going to connect with my team while falling 15,000 feet! We're here, boss. We hear you loud and clear. Thanks, Dennis! You know, companies today need affordable cloud-based unlimited calling, conferencing, mobile synergy, and easy upgrades to grow with your business to keep you, well, truly mobile. Pantella Data Business Voice. Anywhere you are. Janice? Yeah, boss? Yeah, I'm going to need a little help. Christmas season is here, and what better way to welcome in the season than with the beloved tradition of Bucknell University's Christmas candlelight services of lessons and carols. You won't want to miss this beautiful service from the Bucknell University Department of Music and Office of Religious and Spiritual Life on December 2nd, 4th, and 6th at 7.30 p.m. at Rook Chapel. Tickets are available and required, but at no cost. Visit the Bucknell office either in person or online to reserve yours today. 
In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. This holiday season, give the most eternal, unique gift of the year. Name a star after someone. I'm Rocky Mosell with International Star Registry. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, we'll name a star after anyone on your gift list. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office, and we will send an incredible personalized gift package. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333, or visit starregistry.com for the gift that shines forever. Okay, well, I We're guess we lost our music. We're back. Okay, uh, let's see. We have one caller waiting and who's been on and one caller who's new, new. So, Chris, you're on the mark. Good morning, sir. Morning, Chris. Yeah, morning. Uh, if you can't offend anybody, free, free speech isn't worth having. <laughs> you're absolutely you you're right. You're absolutely right. That's we right. agree completely. Oh, but my to gosh. To go back to Mike for, for a second, just because he left Building 7 out there all aflame, I was at Mike, our favorite conspiracy nut there. I don't remember. He he thought the building The earlier seven. caller? Yeah. No, that was Van, and he wants one more minute. He's Van, okay, Van. he's another one. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look it up on the web, it takes no effort at all, practically. Just put in the keywords about the BBC reporter, the Building 7 falling down. You find out they were relying on a report from Reuters that it fell down and that the building had been on fire for several hours already and was reported uh, it was in danger of collapsing. So when they got the report from Reuters, they thought it was collapsing and the, the, the woman reported it while standing in front of it because she didn't know it. She was from England, I guess she didn't know whether the the what the building looked like. I, I, who knew what Building Seven was before? Right. Before nine uh, eleven happened, I wouldn't have known. So There's you take photo. Occam's razor and you say, "Gee, could this be just a simple misreporting, or is this a whole cons- conspiracy that everybody was in on in order to cover up the?" something about Building 7 and the connection to the CIA or whatever. I mean, that's where you are the company. think is the more likely explanation? Hmm, let me think on that real hard. Yeah. I think it was a file but, photo she had behind her. News people do that all the time. No, I don't think it was. You don't? But it no. wasn't on fire. It was just standing. It wasn't doing anything. It was just a plain, ordinary photo. Hadn't, but I don't care because I haven't seen it, and it doesn't matter. I don't to me. know either. But I, I haven't agree seen with that you, Chris. particular picture, but you know, I, I, I have no trouble believing they had a, a live shot of it. 
well, whether they did or not, it but happened. But whether or not they did, who knows? Yeah, we'd quite have to frankly, see the film that he actually watched. It was a okay. bad day. And we have to go so, through you, that. You and you can do the same with all the two thousand mules and all that, and they're all conspiracy theories. And that Obama was born in Africa, and all that going back to Donald Trump and the, the reported claims, the repeated claims on this station at that time that going in all, all about how the birth certificate was a fake and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But no, they never fall for any conspiracy theories and they never admit they were wrong and they just call up with new ones. Right. Well, that's, and that's a, life. That's, gotcha. and sometimes, that's hate speech, Chris. Sometimes that's hate speech. You, you know, you have Occam's razor. The simplest explanation is usually right. You also, ha- it is true in 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 ideas. Sometimes complicated ideas are very difficult to explain. Truths, complicated truths, are complicated, and lies are simple. And the simple lie. Can spread a lot faster than a complicated truth. Sure, that's and absolutely right. As far right. as free speech, and uh, newspapers have free speech. They have the letters to the editor page, but they're all censored. They're all controlled. If you want it on your your a uh, business where you can spout all the crazy stuff, then you start it. And you run it, and you find sponsors willing to accept that. What do you think about Elon Musk, then? Since you've said that free speech is important to you, what do you think about what he's doing? I have no idea what he's doing. He's, he's, he seems to be making random decisions right now, off and on, and changing them the next day. So I have no idea what he's doing. But as a matter of principle, do you believe he should grant amnesty to some people who were thrown off by the prior administration? Well, I don't know. In a, is it a case by case basis? Well, I no, he, he put some criteria. Some he shouldn't. He put some. You know, he, he, put some one. he put some criteria out there. He said, you know, that that they would be back on as long as they hadn't done anything illegal, or they hadn't um, hadn't deliberately spread misinformation. Deliberately spread misinformation. <laughs> now you have to know their heart, huh? Well, I think that he's cut himself a pretty wide swath there. I think he's certainly going to have to... That might be a little too generous, having to prove they deliberately spread information as opposed to they actually believed uh, the disinformation when they spread it, and then when they found out they were wrong, they just shut up. Does that count as deliberately spreading because you didn't correct yourself? No, that's a good or question. Or apologize for it? Or maybe a disclaimer yeah, of sorts yeah. if you don't feel that you could air it or write it. My, my problem isn't so much free speech. I, I'm in favor of it, and I, I, I realize there have to be some criteria you can't yell for. Yes, and when the people do this, the, the free speech books that are censored in the library... I, they always are doing the, the literature ones, the Lady Chatteries, Lover of the Blue Eye, the Bluest Eye, or whatever that was. Yeah. That's always getting censored. I say, well, what about Mein Kampf? Yeah. Think yeah, well, yeah. I don't favor censoring any of the books, but I think the difference here is I'm talk- uh, when we were talking about those other books, I'm talking about age appropriateness. I don't want to ban them or throw them out of libraries. I just want to limit access to them. When I was a kid, there was an adult section in the Harrisburg Public Library, and it was specifically marked, and you couldn't go in that if you were under the age of 18. 
Wow. And how about high school libraries? That should have a fairly liberal uh, viewpoint. Not when I went think. to high. Not when I went to high school. <laughs> yeah, that's controlled by the PTA. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I'm there was sure no, there were no adult books in the William Penn High School library when I went to William Penn High School. <laughs> and certainly we shouldn't let any grade school teachers say that they're, uh, say that they're, married, to, they're married to a sand-sex couple because, you know, we don't want them learning about things but like that. What's, that's what's the point? What, what, what does an elementary oh school teacher... Oh, my God, the horror of it. Why does an elementary school teacher have to tell somebody about her personal life, tell the students about her uh, personal life? I right. think all of mine made some reference to their husband at some time or other. I can't remember anybody and making that kind of And occasionally they'd show up at, uh, I don't know, PTA meetings maybe with their spouse. Yeah, that's not unusual for a woman and a woman to come to a PTA or a man and a man or whatever. I mean, quite frankly. Right I wouldn't. If you walked into a meeting with another man, Chris, I wouldn't assume you were married to him. No, but uh, you're introducer. Oh, here's my husband. Oh, yeah. Then would you believe it? Well, yeah, is that they, a bad thing to say in school? If they did it. I don't no, think but I'm, I'm talking about stuff that's age-appropriate for kids. You know, you, they don't walk into the, te- the third-grade classroom with their same-sex couple partner and say, this is my partner. There's no valid reason to do that. And read Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman, you know. They, <laughs> to, to say that she's my wife, a woman to say to a, about another woman, that oh, that's my wife. Bringing her into a that's, classroom. That's going to be banned a, now? No, bringing them into the classroom and saying that would be banned, I would think. Why? Because well, what purpose, does, really? it, what purpose does it serve? What purpose does it serve? You believe that? What yeah. purpose does it I serve? Do. I Any normal, everyday speech? Yeah. Chris, my daughter but went you're to... you're not answering my question. What purpose would bringing the uh, same-sex couple partner into Bring a third-grade class? Bring your husband to work day to day. Bring your wife to work day. Yeah, How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think schools have ever had that? I don't know. <laughs> we're missing this. i got to tell you, though, there are lots of kids out there with same-sex parents. Okay. There are kids out there. I know yeah. that to be a fact. I mean, I'm like, not arguing. They, that's the only place they're going to come up across it is their teacher? Nobody's yeah. arguing that. I'm talking about age appropriateness. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you're saying what's wrong with somebody saying, oh, this is my my wife if she's no, a woman. I'm talking about in age appropriateness. Of, in front of the school class. You can choose to ignore me if you wish to, but what I'm okay, saying is... Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Age appro- I, I was answering your question, though, I thought. Age appropriateness is the primary consideration. Okay. I don't think third graders, uh, second graders, or first graders need to know about certain things. He agreed. Okay. Uh, I we, agreed, but uh, I, well, we disagree about the certain things, apparently. Okay. But the fact that there's marriage between same-sex people today he knows that. is supposed to be hidden from the children? Not oh, hidden from them, but I don't think you bring it right to their attention when they don't have any valid oh, reason you, to... You, you, <laughs> won't even let, you won't let me finish. If you don't have any... And we have to move on. Chris, I'm sorry. We do have to move on. But if there's no valid reason for it, why, why is that essential to bring something before kids who can't process it, who don't understand it, who have no frame of reference for it, you know, and at what point? At some point, yes, they should know that. At some point, it should be discussed with it, them. It, it but does. W- but what grade at where that happens is what bothers me. To be honest with you, that's a valid point, and I agree with them on that, Chris. I think it is age appropriate. First grade, they aren't going to have any concept what you're talking about. Second, third grade, maybe fourth grade, because there are other children that they go to classes with, and their parents are same sex, a same sex couple. And there's nothing wrong with that. And nothing uh, wrong in with that. Today's just, wor- in today's world, there's not nothing wrong with that. 
All right, know. we've got to take a quick break, and then we have Van. Hang on, you want one more minute? You're going to get it after we take Merry this break. Merry Christmas, Chris. Today on Hey Culligan, hard water hurts appliances. Go for Glenn in Glenview. Yeah, hey Culligan, my appliances aren't that old, and they're already on the fritz. Sounds like your hard water might be giving your water appliances a hard time, but there is hope in the form of a Culligan high-efficiency water softener that helps extend the life of dishwashers, washing machines, uh-huh. heating systems. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, hey Culligan. Uh, yeah, Glenn? Yeah, hook me up. Glenn, one high-efficiency appliance-saving softener already on the way. Call Culligan of North Central Pennsylvania today for all your water treatment needs and set up a free in-home water test with a water professional that knows the water where you live. Culligan of North Central Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-788-1978. That's 1-800-788-1978. Or visit them online at callculligan.com. That website again is callculligan.com. Culligan. Better water, pure and simple. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Colaguard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Colaguard is right for you. Or visit Colaguard.com. I'm in. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm-hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item, in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. From the creators of Kentucky Fried Chicken comes the Taste Good Holiday Event of the Year, KFC's $5 Famous Bowl. Starring crispy chicken, creamy mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, and everyone's favorite, melty cheese. I'm in love with you, Famous Bowl. Treat yourself to the bowl critics are calling a ho-ho-whole lot of food that even a Scrooge couldn't resist. A humbug, that's tasty. Gift yourself a KFC Famous Bowl for just 5 bucks. Now on the app and at a Kentucky Fried Chicken near you. For limited time, prices and participation may vary. Hi everybody, Steve Jones, Glenn Mack now with the Eagles, Neil Kulong on the Steelers. Today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Peggy Chamberlain Roop at 1 800 795 9565 is our toll free hotline number. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Van, one, one more minute, and you've got it, sir. Hi, Van. Hi. 
when's the Bible going to be labeled as hate speech? Oh, my goodness. Shame, shame, shame. I mean, God says, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It's an abomination. God hates that. God doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. (laughs) You know. But that's the Old Testament. What about the New Testament? Where Jesus well, was said, friends with, with yep. prostitutes and tax collectors and well, that he said, be without sin cast the first stone. That well, sort of thing. When Jesus when Jesus said that, those people walked away and didn't cast the stone because they were just as guilty. But the thing <laughs> of it is we all are guilty, but God flat out says we're all sinners. That's right. And we all need savior. Yeah, but God God doesn't hold back. God says that, that people that are homosexuals or sodomites or lesbians, queers, they're go, all going to go to hell. That's what, that's what God says. Then you have nothing to worry about, do you? Right, but... I'm, I'm forgiven through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. No, okay. that's wonderful. But that's, that's your opinion based on your faith. That's not other people's opinions based on their faith. Well, see, the, we understand English. When God says that there's effeminate people adulterers, idolaters are all going to hell, then people that live that type of lifestyle, people that are drunkards, God says they're going to go to hell. That's what he says. Wow. Half okay. the population of the world going to hell. I'm sorry. All right, Ben, we gave you your minute, and we got to take another caller who's been ha- staying and standing by. Uh, Mike from Bloomsburg, you're on the mark this morning. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Mike. Yeah, hey. Good morning. I tuned in there when uh, that fella was cutting you off left and right there. I, I don't know his name. And uh, so I didn't hear any of the conversation before that, but I know you were talking about schools. And I have to say this, uh, I started out as a school teacher, and uh, I think I would almost rather starve than go back into the public education system today. With with the things that I'm hearing from the teachers that are there, the conditions, uh, what they're being told to do, what they have to do, and then obviously, uh, depending on the school district, the, the, the behavior of the children. That said, I believe that our public education system is now essentially being turned into a, uh, a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party and liberalism, so to speak. And uh, to give you an example, and I've mentioned this before in the air, but here in the, uh, the Central Columbia District where I live, reportedly an American history teacher told her class that Mount Rushmore should be torn down. Okay, now I don't know what the, what the reason she had for that, other than that there were a bunch of uh, white presidents on Mount Rushmore. And, and I think that was probably where she had her rub. And I don't believe in whitewashing history. I think we need to own our history, just like everybody needs to own their past behaviors. Agreed. But Go ahead. No, I, but, I, you agree. Agree. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Right. Own and, it. And, and, and that said, you know, the, the left teaches tolerance, okay? But it seems to me that if you have a belief that's not in line with what the left and the woke has, then they want to punish you if they view it, you as a threat to their movement, rather than accept you. And, and to me, that's, that's where the uh, discontinuity uh, lies in my mind. And, and, and just, you know, like I said, uh, you guys were talking about the public school system and what's appropriate there and what's not. I, I just believe that uh, what Joe said, that there's certain things that children aren't able to process, right. okay? And, and we know that when they're exposed to certain things at a very young age, the probability of them uh, not being well-adjusted in the future 
is high. And, and again, what is age appropriate? I'm not a professional to determine that. But the idea that, you know, just because it's prevalent in our society that women are marrying women and men are happily uh, marry, marrying men, is that something that you want to uh, parade around in a public school when it's all children of a certain age when they're young as opposed to when they're being exposed to it because they're living in a house with a mother and or a father and it happens next door where it can be talked about at the kitchen table. Now, so that, that's just my opinion on that. I mean, why, why push stuff in people's faces like that? That's all I got to say. That's good. Okay. I, I appreciate that. And I want to say something. As a, a lifelong member of the PTA, and they did give me a lifelong membership of the Congress of Parents and Teachers, I think that a lot of things that go on in a school district, and it has to be appropriate for the region that you live in, because a larger population you're going to find, a more condensed group of people that, you know, might be gay or not. And it provokes conversation at home. It's all it's like sex education. When I was back in the 60s and 70s, they didn't want you to know about that shame 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 but you know the more we learned the, the better we grew the more you know the better you are the better our life is they, they they do need to have conversations at home but we don't know that that's always going to be an environment where they will have a conversation so sometimes yes the school may step in and start that provocative conversation but not at second and third grade however However, considering the trafficking problem that we have in this country, considering the fact that children are abused daily in this country, I don't think that we should be shy about encouraging children to learn what's a good touch and what's not a good touch. And then beyond that, you know, if the question is brought up on the topic of his mommy and his other mommy, you know, it's it's on television everywhere all the time. It's not something we should protect our kids from or keep from our children. It's something that we need to educate them. And if you don't like the way they're learning, then you need to do it as a mom and a dad or a mom and a mom. Well, I actually saw a TV commercial with two men kissing. And I wondered, you know, what 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 would lead to them deciding that this was a good thing to do in a general audience program? And then I realized that the program that was on was at the last hour. It was outside of the FCC's safe harbor. Uh-huh. And so it was presumably, most, and it probably was, mostly adults watching the show. Explain the safe harbor so they understand. Well, the safe harbor was, uh, I think, up until 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, after 9 o'clock, <clears throat> adult programming, our programming can be a little more adult. But during during the family hour, roughly from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock, it's not... It's not like that. That used to be... Maybe the FCC... I've been retired now for 13 years, so maybe the FCC's changed the rule. But it used to be called the safe harbor, and you couldn't do bad stuff during that period of time. I actually was on a, cha- a channel on television, and the 700 Club was coming up after the movie that I was watching. And when the movie ended, and the channel came up to play the 700 Club, there was this disclaimer, and it sounded exactly like this. I mean, not verbatim, but exactly like this. The following program has not been approved by our sponsors or any of the network. As a matter of fact, we don't even watch this program. And that was their disclaimer. For the 700 Club. For the 700 Club. So what offends one person doesn't offend another, and Um, vice versa. Go ahead, Mike. We're taking your time. It's it's interesting that you you brought that. And again, your uh, co-host, I don't know her her name. What is her name again? Peggy Chamberlain Roop. Hey, She's Peggy a hyphenated yeah. woman. Now that, that's uh, very interesting. Uh, interesting what you said there uh, about the uh, 
things that occur at different times of, of the day with the TV and stuff. But I mean, when you look at the TV commercials, and I and I tape everything, so I don't see a lot of them. But there is a lot of man to man commercials where it's obviously that they're uh, cohabitating or what, whatever you want to call it these days, and women cohabitating. And that's you know any time of the day you see those commercials. So you know I have to ask myself. What is the advantage of those commercials like that? Is it to show that that company is tolerant, or is it to attract a certain audience? You know, because I don't know how large that segment of the population is. Because you know, these people that are uh, are running these ads, they're running them for a reason. Or is it to please the bureaucracy in Washington? That I believe, you know, the entrenched bureaucracy that's, uh, you know, aligned with the woke culture and the and the left, is it to uh, pacify and placate those people? So there's a lot of stuff going on, and and it's pretty much all politics right now, I believe. And uh, I think the United States is in decline, and we need to start looking at real what's really important and start fighting those battles and getting things in order before we, you know, really worry about, you know, a lot of the smaller stuff that okay. seems to be uh, cluttering the airwaves. Mike, okay. Th- thank hey, you very much. You guys appreciate have a great your, day. I appreciate your call, you Mike. Too, thank you. All right. We have an email that says, Chris rails against so-called conspiracy theories, yet he believes in the biggest conspiracy theory of all. He believes that Trump colluded with Russia and that Hunt, the Hunter laptop story was Russian disinformation or that Biden isn't brought, bought and paid for by the Chicoms. Chris seems to be the biggest conspiracy theorist of them all. Oh, That's no. signed by his arch nemesis, Stan. Yeah, really. Right. He might say the same about you, Stan. All right. <laughs> all right, Bob, you want one more minute? You go. can get it. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, as far as uh, you've seen the same-sex uh, couples kissing on TV, it's, it's being broadcasted on every TV station that I watch. ABC, NBC, CBS. It's for medications is one of the purposes. Right. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think that I think it was a commercial yeah. for a medication. You're right. right. I think it was. And some of them are women. And it's, in and it's good for people to see that, you know. And I'm not um, a, a pusher on going into the kindergarten or the fifth grade for uh, telling people about same-sex marriages or same-sex couples. But when you get into sixth grade, you start learning about sexual education. Then they need to learn that you can have the same sex partners. Yeah. It, I it's it's got to be done right. Before, that's for sure. before they do that, I think what they need to do is explain that if you're feeling something different in you, if you're feeling something that you think may be making you different, you should be able to discuss that and you should be able to get answers. No, I'm help. talking parents. Huh? Your parents, your your same sex couple parents are sending their children to school. Right. I've have same. I have uh, nieces and nephews in same sex marriages that have been schooled in school and bullied because uh, they have the same sex marriage. Okay. God, I hope that ends. Wrong. Okay. I hope and that that's ends. what's going on in society today. Okay, Bob, thank you. You wanted one more minute. You got it. We have to take a break. No, and, wait, 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 wait. But I have to just agree with him. That's why we need to educate people. We have to get rid of the ignorance. Okay, we'll c- c- take it rid of the ignorance while we take a break on On the Mark and WKOK Sunbury. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. It's the Medicare annual open enrollment period. Now's the time to compare your options for 2023. Medicare Advantage plans often change from year to year, and your health care needs may have changed too. You may even save money. You have from October 15th through December 7th to compare plans and make any changes. Pennsylvania Medicare Education and Decision Insight, PA Medi, is a free service provided by the PA Department of Aging. We are the known and trusted source for objective Medicare information. PA Medi offers unbiased, no-cost assistance with your questions. Make sure you come through open enrollment with flying colors. Visit aging.pa.gov slash Medicare Counseling. Call the PA Medi Helpline at 800-783-7067 or contact your local area agency on aging to schedule a one-on-one appointment with a trained Medicare counselor. Supported by U.S. Administration for Community Living. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. This holiday season, give the most eternal, unique gift of the year. Name a star after someone. I'm Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, we'll name a star after anyone on your gift list. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office, and we will send an incredible personalized gift package. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com for the gift that shines forever. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brian Tripp did relate to us that there was something happened in the tunnel at Michigan Stadium. I know Fritz Chrysler designed that place. What the heck was he thinking? I remember the first time I walked through that tunnel, and I'm like, what total complete idiot thought of this? There was a word that ran through my mind. I'm thinking, this is asinine. The Steve Jones Show, three to five weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Peggy Chamberlain Roop, and our producer is Lynn Hall. And we have a call coming in, and we have a text me- or an email message to read, and it's regarding Twitter censorship. Not so much hate speech as, for instance, squashing the Hunter laptop story turns out to be true before the election, terminating people that mentioned ivermectin. Side note, a 12-year-old boy told me last weekend that high diesel cost isn't a thing because truckers make a lot of money. 
School is teaching Grimm information, or teaching him information, I guess. Oh, well, you know, if you don't go to the PTA meetings, you don't meet with your school boards, <laughs> then, you know, that's what they teach. They have they have lesson plans that they prepare for the year, every year, and they have to be approved, and the public has a say in that in their school board. Okay, well, 800-795-9565. Got time for at least one more call after we hear from Al. Al, you're on the mark. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm going to get off speaker. Yeah, that's good. better. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm looking at this marriage thing. There's, uh, it's legal, but it's not holy. The way I was brought up. When you were brought and up. There's, and the way I was brought up right. is a marriage was between a man and a woman, right. and it was a holy matrimony. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so that's the way I was brought up. At, but also with the love of Jesus in my heart. I'm not going to hate those people. Thank you. No, no, no way, no how. Thank you. And, uh, sure we're not to be <laughs> haters of any sort. We're all brothers and sisters, and we're all sinners, and that's why Jesus came. Because well, we're all you. sinners, and we can't get away from it. It started a long time ago in a garden somewhere, and, and that's the way I was brought up. I Damn mean, it sick. sounds simple, but I was taught simply... There's evil and good and all that stuff, and I still carry it. And I think that's the only reason I can get through this world today, because it's so full of so much noise, and everybody's telling us black is white, white is black, black yeah. is bad, white is bad, good, you know. Yeah. And we don't need to know all that. Yeah. And, you know, it brings me back to a kid. Jesus loves all the children, yellow. Red, red, black, yellow, or white. Red, they yellow, black, and white. It's a, that's right. I knew that song growing up. I did. I did. And and that's the way I was taught, and I believe that's why I'm still here, and I love to be able to call and try and straighten, you know, there's two different ways to look at things. Yeah, really? And, there's three, and maybe four, and if you're careful, there's five, you know, it's the way it is now. It is noisy, like you said. That's a very good description. Yeah, it's real wishy-washy these days, mm -hmm. and, and when you do say that the plain truth, a lot of guys will get offended. And yep. that one guy that's married to a guy, he seems to get offended very easily. And and quit being the victim and and in the, in your life. Just live and your once life. you stop quitting being the victim, but what you'll if you see are, what if you different. are the victim? What if you have been discriminated against? What if well, you I was been... just I just was a victim today. Uh because he's like telling me I'm no good because way I feel. Who? He, He's talking the, about the gay uh, guy. Bob. He was he, he, oh, he's wow. saying I, I hate him. I don't hate him. I love Bob. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. And uh I was I was kind of a little upset because you he, he's, not, he's looking at himself as a victim. He's just another brother. Well how how would you how would you describe your love for Bob? You say you love him, how would you describe that? Well, if I knew Bob, uh, I wouldn't try and correct him on anything. Um, so you wouldn't tell him he's going to hell, in your opinion, uh, because he married to another no, man? No, no, no. Uh, so that's your, a, your love for I him is not telling When I first went to the Catholic him. Church, I had that question, and, and we're, you know, the same answer came out of this church. I've been in several different churches, and uh, the same answer was, don't hate the sinner, hate the sin. There you and, go. Well, who's going to determine and, what the sin is? You know, if you base well, yours... Well, from my, from my determination, I was taught by the Bible. I'm telling you about my... And if you 
know the Bible, you know that it's holy matrimony is between a man and a woman. Right. That's so. You know, as long as he's married to that guy, he's going to be sinning, and that's no big deal because we're all sinners. But I can still love him for that. Yeah, and, but and in your maybe, world, you know, Al, in maybe your they wo- don't have any kind of sexual relationship. Maybe it's all totally platonic, and they want to be soulmates forever. And and who's me to judge what makes those two happy? Well, in your world, I mean, <laughs> how do they? How do they? How do they wind up in heaven, or don't they? We're forgiven. Well, there's always redemption. That's right. But yeah. redemption you know? requires repentance for the sin. Well, that's there you Catholic go. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not easy to be good. You know, good nobody guy. ever said it was easy to be good. That's right. And we all have those feelings, and we all have those times where we really want to be bad. But that's just part of living, and, and you got to resist. Well, but you, you say you love and, love the sinner, but hate the sin. Okay, but I'm just saying that I I don't know how. If that's you, his problem. That's between him and his maker. So you don't feel I'm any not go there. you don't feel any responsibility for. You're asking me, you're asking me for an answer that only God can give you. Okay. And, <laughs> opinion. I like your that's opinion. That's between you and your maker. That's private. Well, and that's, I, I agree with you. I think all uh, all of that is between you and your maker. And if you believe that what you're doing is acceptable and you're willing to accept the consequence of doing it, who am I to tell you to stop? Exactly. Exactly. Whatever makes you happy. And as long as you're not doing some of the other sins that affect other people. Yeah. You know, like murder. Yeah, way up there like murder. <laughs> you the know, Ten things Commandments. Like that. You know, well, look at the Ten Thou Commandments. shalt not steal, you right. know, so if, you, if you've stolen well, something... Well, that's not nice either. Okay. You shouldn't no, steal, no, no. that's right. It's one yeah. of the Ten Commandments. Right. But there's no commandment that says, Thou shalt not marry someone of the same sex. Exactly. Well, don't say you should free will. Don't covet your neighbor's wife. I guess if you're a woman, that yeah. would be a bad thing. That would be. <laughs> or okay, we're out of Thank time, you. Al. Thank you. Thanks, Al. I Thanks, nice thanks so much for coming in today. Appreciate it. My Appreciate pleasure. Appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> Lynn, thank you for producing this program this morning. And we'll look forward to being back tomorrow with our good friend. Uh, what's his name? I forgot I all about. Mark Lawrence. Oh, Marky. This is Marky. WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania.